the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. Spartan Nation, let's ride. Name, Image, Podcast, we're back. It's Friday. It's a wonderful Friday. Lots of F's going on today. F's in the chat. No. Uh, but it is a, a wonderful Friday today. Uh, a little a little later, obviously, than normal. You know, we're all over the place with their scheduling. But, hey, we're, we're here after another, what is this, three weeks in a row? I mean, that's, that's big for us. That's big hey, for us, Michael. Hey, that's not hey. Speaking that, of big. This is, big this is we're going to get, we're going to take off one day. Three weeks in a row? I mean, watch right. out Joe Rogan. If there's one thing that advertisers love, it's inconsistent schedules. <laughs> that's that's just what it's all about. Wait, wait can uh, you plug our commercial in? I at least once every three weeks for sure. Maybe, I mean, if not yeah. More. Likely we're gonna forget, so <laughs> we'll just have one episode that's all commercials that we forget, <laughs> all ads for non-existent companies that will never sponsor. But that's not the point. It's not the point. The point, point is, is that uh, we're here to talk college football. We have another little list today, little list for the people. So we are roughly about four weeks out. I mean, uh, technically, we have 22 days until the first kickoff, because I believe it's August 27th. Is uh, <laughs> there's there's the games such as Nebraska Northwestern and Wyoming <laughs> Illinois, which like like <laughs> some people that doesn't really move the needle at all, or move the meter, whatever it is. Uh, that, uh, that's exactly what I want to see. I want to see oh, yeah. Wyoming, Illinois specifically, cause I, I do have ties to university of Wyoming, go Cowboys. Um, which is just going to be fun. We also have like games like Vanderbilt, Hawaii, uh, eight 30 at night. Oh my God. Hey, a, a rivalry is old as time. Some say rivals tobacco road, but you know, up for right. interpretation. Right. But so technically 22 days, but for the most part, that's week zero ish. So our list is going to be four today. Last week was five. It was a little tailgate five. I think Mike Mike went, you know, the uh, traditional route and smoked me. But uh, smoked well, a lot. Well, now, like hold on. One, one listener pointed out a valid point. They gave me the vote, but only because half of your items that you mentioned involved <laughs> me making them. So they're like, really? I mean, Mike's right. higher tailgate. Kyle's showing up with a fruit salad. And pretty much, if that, I I just like I said, I bring the vibes. That that's all I would bring. Cooler full of vibes, baby, and probably high noons. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh man, but yeah. So we have another one for you today. It's gonna be uh, a four. Mike, do you want to give us just a quick little taste, a little teaser of what uh what our list is today? Absolutely. It's the it's the fearsome foursome, and you can. I'm gonna let that marinate for a sec, so your mind can wonder what that means. But in terms of this episode, or four. Most feared defenders that we, and now this is important, important note that we, with our own two eyes, have watched and consumed in our lifetimes. Skip made a great point. We're going to put it out, and maybe somebody, who knows, is going to be like, well, you you forgot, you know, Midnight Train Murphy, you played for you know, <laughs> Southern Miss. And I'm like, you know what? I, I missed him. I didn't know about him. All right. Like, so this is, this is four defenders. Of each kind of category. Of our college football, yes. Of our college football viewing experience. It's going going to be interior defensive line. So defensive tackle. Exterior defensive line. So a DN. I'll even accept an outside linebacker if you have it. A linebacker. And then a secondary player. So one of each category. Fearsome foursome. I know, yeah, and that, that got me to testy, especially with or tizzy, whatever, with the uh, with the DBs, because like that, I don't know, safety's always stood out to me, you know, of just and, like and that's 
take. That's what I'll take. We'll take safeties. That's what I got. Right. Well, no, that's what I mean. But like, like I have, I have more safeties in my mind than I do like defensive tackles, for example. You know, because defensive tackles a lot of times get forgotten. But no, I well, think. But it's also it's also you played safety, right? I did a very defensive back. Like this was, we're not going to discuss my my. Oh, no, 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 no. But I, I'm just saying, like when you played football, right? That you know, was where, yeah, yeah. So like when it, being a pass player my entire life, being you know a fucking large child, it, I was always on the line. So when I'm watching players, it's like I'm not going to watch the defensive backs because that that doesn't bother me. Like that that is of no issue to me. So. Just like how you're all defensive back focused, my my main focus is was all the big fat guys clogging up the middle. Like I couldn't get enough. Yeah, those were pretty nice. Those were pretty nice. But <clears throat> nonetheless, so that that'll be our list today. Uh, just to reiterate, uh, we are Name Image Podcast. We are a college sports centered podcast, and we like to kind of discuss obviously just the overall gambit of you know especially college football, which we love. College basketball still got a lot of love as well. Uh, but we also just like to you know take little. Little pieces, little news stories from the NIL space because that's completely, you know, changed. I mean, you can't look at anything college football related without there being a tint of NIL and name image likeness involved. Not a whole lot today necessarily, as we expected kind of the news to go down. Um, I did want to bring up one of the news stories, and we're not going to focus really only on the negative. But, for example, Auburn QB TJ Finley, who inked historic NIL deal was arrested by the police. It was nothing violent. He was basically just on a scooter with his motor. Well, okay, they called it a motorcycle. And at first I was like, well, what the fuck are you letting your, you know, historic <laughs> NIL deal quarterback, like, why are you letting him ride a motorcycle? It was a scooter, right? Like a motor, like a moped on campus. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But he's riding without a, ha- a helmet and he may or may not have been eluding police, uh, which that just kind of sounds fun to me. I don't blame him, right? Imagine you're on a scooter whipping through campus and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> evading police like it's grand theft auto but uh not a great look but what's funny is is now you know normally you'd hear these types of stories but now it's always going to be linked with oh well how much nil money does he have and then that right. creates a whole a whole new layer to this whole thing well especially an auburn player because right. we all know that the sec fan base particularly between the auburn alabama region are all very reasonable <laughs> they're reasonable yeah. people i mean they you know they never take things too far so when you're looking at it through the lens of an sec player let alone an auburn player you like you said people are going to make that short-sighted connection of those dots and it has nothing to do with anything but you know that that's the first thing they're going to bring into question well like is, is the money getting to his head he's a poor decision maker like he's a game right reckless. it's like okay all right right Yep, and then the second one, so Pac-12, you know, they've been kind of in the news a lot just about, like, with this whole expansion thing and how they're kind of getting left behind and things like that and how they're behind on certain NIL deals and rulings just because of how I, I must – just how certain things are structured within the Pac-12. However, I, there's a new story that came out that said the Pac-12 is allowing athletes to monetize game highlights. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's specifically Twitter-related because there's a whole platform on, like, how to monetize your tweets and, and you know, things like that on Twitter – but um, football players this fall can earn up to $1,250 plus for posting clips twice a week with the program, then expanding to other sports, maybe other conferences, by you know, as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it's athletes will be required to tweet win or lose. So they sign on with a oh, where is it? It's called the partnering with Open Doors. Oh, yeah. Like so we endorsed. talked about them at the very beginning. Right. Yes. OK, oh, that's right. I was like, why does that sound yeah. familiar? So they were just for like quick backstory for everybody listening. They were the, the the company who originally like they started the NIL software 
or like the platform essentially where like athletes yep. could like create a profile, throw their name out there. And then it was very easy for companies and brands to kind of just browse the catalog and find them. So that's, that's nice to hear that name again, but continue. Right. Yep. So open door. So yeah, it's, um, so far eight players have already signed up according to open doors listing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, it's cause we see that all the time. Right. And I'm all for seeing more little highlight films and stuff like on my timeline. So, um, but you, it's funny cause you know, people going through the replies and stuff, people are talking about like, you know, imagine if Marshawn Lynch's, uh, when the clip of him driving the golf cart in, uh, oh. <laughs> when he was uh. in college, or like just some of these other players who just or um it, it just now the way I'm thinking about it, it's like we are in the TikTok era and things like that so it'll be interesting how that kind of plays into it, but I mean we might see better touchdown celebrations right because oh. that's oh well dude if I can go viral with this touchdown celebration oh, yeah. that alone like will that be cons- ah, so I mean Marshawn Lynch go you know whipping whipping the golf cart around I, that's probably the only only NFT I'd ever be interested in buying right. But a close second would be um, the dude from Ole Miss. I'm, I'm blanking his name. I know it wasn't Treadwell. But scoring the touchdown and pissing on the I would 100%. 100%. Yes. Piss or I'm thinking that. of uh, Jadavion Clowney, the hit against, I think it was Vincent Smith, the running oh, back from Michigan. I mean, that got played a billion times. Oh, it's still it, – it, every time the Outback Bowl is played, they would be remiss to not play that highlight every single time. That, 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 that put the Outback Bowl – on the map. I mean, it's always been there. We'll watch it no matter what. But like for the non the non involved college fan, the, everybody now knows the Outback Bowl strictly off that one play. Right. Yep. No. So that that's gonna be cool. So I I like that. That that's a really interesting one. I think that's uh, that just makes sense. I mean, that for one, it's cool. But at the, at the same time, it's like, well, duh. Like, come well, on. Well, and it, it's it's Twitter. It's Twitter's way of also just get like getting getting interactions and attractions on their platform because they're they're just going to turn around and they're just going to start serving ads on that individual's right. profile yep. you know the eyeballs are there so twitter's like yeah you know hey you do all you want we'll pay you a little bit of change and then we're just going to serve ads all day long on your timeline because we know people are there right and i also want to truth the twitter thing because like there's certain profiles now that you can like accept tips and things like that Ooh. you know and like so i wonder how that's going to play into things like especially like think about all the people who gamble right <laughs> And let's say oh, yeah. you know, a specific player randomly just kind of wins them a big bet. I'm sure they'd probably go back and sprinkle a little bit like, yeah, here's 10 bucks. Thanks, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Is, or, you know, on, like, or on the flip side, if like a kicker misses a kick and your team ends up winning, like if somebody just messes right. something up drastically, your team ends up winning, you're just going to get flooded with the opposing team's fans. Be like, hey, like nice kick, dumbass. Here's a buck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, hey. Open those tip charts. Yeah, so like I haven't heard how that's going to work into it at all, but I think this is a really good start. Um, and then not necessarily NIL-related, but it is college football-related. It's it's a, a pretty cool concept, I guess. I, I know there's a big fan base and big following for this, but uh, Pat McAfee will work with uh, Peyton Manning and Omaha Productions to call six college football games in the Ooh. 22-23 college football season on ESPN2. So oh. I'm all for that. I'm You know, I think – there's a handful of, of announcers that I think are really good that'll you know when they're on I'm like yeah this this definitely enhances it. There's right. also a bunch that I'm just like yeah shut up like right. these guys like they will absolutely make it entertaining actually provide okay. a lot of like in depth insight and like cool things other than wow this player has done this and that right. you know, it's just, yeah well, so and it's 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 this is where I think it's you know me and you being involved in the the sports broadcasting world for a little bit. But the appreciation of like, because like you said, there's always been historically good, like Gus Johnson will get thrown in there, you know, everybody else. Like it, there's historically good guys that you will listen, call any kind of game. But I think we're, we're kind of approaching an era where it, we're more so now involved with personalities. Like 
we want to hear the Pat McAfee's like a, a keep to lead making appearances in NFL games. Like it, you're, we're starting to get more towards the era, the genre of like personalities. Cause like you said, it, people will tune in to watch Peyton Manning do just about anything because he's just kind of that, like quirky, dorky kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. And then Pat McAfee has a cult following. You either love him or you absolutely hate him. And most people tend to love him to a degree. So I, I think it, it's a, it's a very smart move. Cause like you said, ESPN too, because historically ESPN two has been hey, okay, we're just going to park the the second tier games on this network just to uh, just to fulfill our broadcast terms. But now I think it's it's a genius move to actually you know gain some traction on ESPN two as because uh, ESPN will always have the big game, duh. But you know we're just we're we're sprinkling the wealth around a little bit. So nice to yep. see. Speaking of sprinkling the wealth, some good feel good stories here. Uh, Ohio State announces that Ryan and Nina Day have made a gift of $1 million to Ohio State to help fund mental health support. Uh, Ryan Day's been on the forefront for that. And, you know, we do hear about it now, like whatever your stance is on mental health, like it's a real issue, especially with, I think, young college athletes, especially ones who also might sustain head injuries. Uh, Those things, like, that's important. So uh, good for Ryan Day. It's, uh, you know, Ohio State's one of those programs where a lot of teams, a lot of people will hate them. I find it hard to hate because for one, they have they have great uniforms, they have great teams, and uh, they have. Mm. I I love their uniforms, man. No, I no, no, no. You're, you're spot on. You're spot on with the uniforms. I'm saying, like, I mean, wasn't wasn't Ohio State also the team that had the guy that like beat his wife, and then Urban Meyer was covering oh. up? Like, well, listen, yeah, let's not throw stones. Over Brian Day is Brian Day making a little bit of smoke and mirrors for a, right. a, a later problem that we may run into. Right? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, no. Okay, you're right. You're right. I can't. I can't. The, you know, if you just what is it? Don't uh, don't meet your heroes. Basically, yeah. what, yeah. ignorance is bliss. All right, because if we dig into any program, there there's skeletons <laughs> laying around everywhere. Right, but uh, but no, it's good. This is uh, I think that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll see some other programs at yes. least start yes. you know taking that seriously. But let me let me go on record and say, it, it, all jokes aside, very good move. Obviously, mental health a huge issue nowadays. You know, especially amongst athletes. It, so giving giving the the funds to create the platform to create the advocacy, wonderful. Cool. Yep. No, I'm, I'm, I'm on for cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Dude. Shut up. But I uh, know we're getting close, man. I mean, so basically where we're at now in the timelines, like all the schools are report or all the teams are reporting for like fall camp. This is going to start. Um, oh my University God. Of Oklahoma had such a cool, I didn't know they did this. And so our Oklahoma fans, like maybe this is obviously like some sort of tradition that I've, that I've missed or things like that, but they have like a, it looks like a midnight type of like weigh in type thing. Um, and it just looks like a giant party. Yeah. So I, I retweeted it from the uh, Name Image Pod account. So at Name Image Pod, we also got uh, tagged in some big NIL tweets for some reason. So I love love to see that. Um, that's just that's good SEO work on our part. Name right. image, you could fill in whatever word you want at the end. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a you know, it's just it's just good. It's good to see these kids back on campus, oh, yeah. and it's uh, you uh-huh. know, what Michigan State likes to do is they uh, they'll show like kind of the before, like what they looked at their freshman year, and then kind of their progression. It's just like Jesus Christ, I, I, I would love to be on like a weight program <laughs> like these guys because. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. just, our comeback shredded and shredded. It's just awesome, you know. Well, and that's but, like you look at like you see like old old vintage photos of like you know college players back in the fifties and sixties right. and even seventies, and it's like oh so and so defensive tackle, and, and it looks like Kyle. It looks like you. Like you, you, right. those were the defensive tackles <laughs> back then. And now you see these kids when they get into like one year into college, you're like, oh my god, like is that the right. same human being? Right, exactly. So, it, yeah, we're at that point. So, I mean, we are now. We get to see. I'm sure we'll have some YouTube clips of like, oh, like the you know the first week of practice and things oh, like yeah. that, which we love. We love that. 
Uh, last night we had the Hall of Fame game in the NFL. You know, so. uh, whoop de doo bustle. I know. Did you put any money on that? Yeah. I did. Yes, for Jacksonville to win outright. Money line. No, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I threw five bucks. I'm not going to throw it on, a, on, on a, any sort of minus odds. Give me the plus sign and let's just figure it out. I know nothing about betting. I mean, you saw my little tasty seven-leg EPL parlay. For... No, you never, you never <laughs> sent it to me, dumbass. I know. Brandon said he's going to post. Yeah, Brandon's hot right now, right? He he hit that over last night. So, you know. I know. I went, yeah, I went when I, when I last went golfing with him, he's like, he's like, yeah, like I just don't talk about it. I'm on heaters, like I just don't want to talk about it because like it'll fuck up the whole mojo. And I'm like, you know what? More power to you, buddy. Right? I was like, Brandon, if only you had that sort of sway in the universe, you know? Then well, maybe it's we it's no it's no different than you know it, we won't we won't name names, but somebody that I am very close with. It just golden horseshoe stuck up their ass, like it, hanging out with them <laughs> the other day, and they like open up their wallet just fucking thick with hundreds and i'm like what is that and he's like uh, I, got, I got on a blackjack heater like last weekend i'm like how, how what's your definition of heater he's like well i sat down like 50 bucks and i walked away with like 2500 bucks i was like oh my god like i wish i wish i could even come close to that blackjack tough for me because like i you know i don't know the strategies and things like that and typically i'll just ask okay what's the what's the book say type of thing you know right. but i just end up paying just to stay at the table with everyone else you know just because like you know and that's all it is it's just she like well i'm just wheels yeah, right, exactly. So yeah, it's uh craps was my I had I had a craps heater once the first time I learned how to play craps and it was awesome. Won like a thousand bucks. And uh, ever since then I've just lost money. So it's See, uh, craps is like every every like casino gambling enthusiast that I know that's like where they want it. They want to take me every time because it's like the, the whole table can win. If you have a group. Yeah. If you have a right. group of people, it is a blast. Right. Uh, it, yeah. It was, it was so much fun. So anyways, enough. This isn't, yeah. Welcome to name. Welcome to cracking aces, baby. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, yeah, as far as news goes, uh, we're, we'll see some things in the coming weeks, especially with depth charts. Um, you know, we got some quarterback battles. Oh, and things so like speaking that. Of quarterback. Did you see Stequavius Bennett at Georgia? <laughs> did, you see, did you see Stetson Bennett's new haircut? The Quavius Bennett, that is so. so one, one of his teammates made a TikTok because Stetson Bennett has like a buzz cut, like fade, like right. a, a very clean haircut. And his teammate was like zooming in on TikTok. He's like, "Hey, bro, look, it's the Quavius Bennett." Oh my god, you gotta get on the get on the Twitter, get on the Twitter account, share it, boy. I will. I, uh, uh, I will. You know, I got to work during the day, Kyle. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Apex uh, game, yeah. Oh yes, but I agree, Kyle. What? You, yeah, I mean, we we gotta have just a a, a plethora of content coming out of your suit on YouTube. Every yeah. co- every college team has a hard knocks esque type deal, right? Like they gotta right. be pumping those out soon. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, yeah, we do have hard knocks even coming, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm sure they're there. It's the first week of practice. This week, I'm sure we'll get to see it, and I like I like the player profiles as well. You get to learn about different oh, people. Yeah. Uh, I've already started kind of like there's a lot of montages being posted on Twitter right now, like the best comebacks in the last like 20 years, things like that. I I still got my Xbox 360. I'm thinking about firing that back up again, running a quick little dynasty mode. You know, it's just driving home from work the other day. I'm thinking like, what team would be fun to, <laughs> you know, to, God, I just it, it's like a cycle. It's just every year I just get that same. You know the same. Oh, oh, it's well, it, it it's because it's the timing couldn't be more immaculate because you get you get into summer, you enjoy like the summertime activities, the festivities keep you distracted enough because baseball is just not enough to keep me, you know, filled. Like I need something else. 
So everything firing up right in the midst of like late July, August is like perfect timing just to just to ramp everything back up. So right, and weather's starting to weather's starting to turn it in our favor, especially here in Salt Lake. Uh, uh, high oh, today. Oh, is it not? Is it not yeah. 110 degrees there? Oh, no. Did it drop the down high, to the 90s? Highest it's supposed to get is uh, 96, and that's next week. So that could change. And that, that's pretty good. I like 95 is typically my threshold. Anything higher than that, I'm just like, okay, now this is just yeah. not fun. The 80 today, maybe some thunderstorms. Thunderstorms Ooh. tomorrow. You know, you know, your boy likes that. Just a lot of staring out the window. You know, yeah, I, I think good. I think Kyle's most idyllic you know Dillick. just a, a, a Dillick, uh just absolute ecstasy would be college football on and then a rainstorm coming through oh. so he can just stand in the doorway and then he can just pace from the living room watch the football pace back to the screen door watch the rain pace back to the tv <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely that, that's spot on that is so spot on so uh yeah well let's uh let's get into it shall we oh, shall yeah. we okay shall- so, <clears throat> here's our list for today so we talked about the fearsome foursome and you know we've all been there we have you know have our teams that we support and then you go up against the team that just has that one you know the rest of the team maybe not even that good but they just have that one player on defense you know like okay well they can just totally fuck up our entire game plan just just by themselves uh and they strike fear in the hearts of us as we watch and so and it a lot or a lot of times it's neutral right you just watch some games and you see someone on defense and you're like that man is an animal Oh, yeah. uh, and then, yeah, so we're going to break it down for you. Break it down for you. Fearsome foursome. So we're each going to pick four. Like we said, two on the defensive line. Yep. Or maybe, I mean, or do we just kind of spread it out? Like if you want to. No, I, I, nope. I already picked according to formula. The formula stays, buddy. Interior right. defensive line, exterior defensive line, outside linebacker included. Linebacking core, and then your secondary player. All right. Did you go first last week? I can't, I, you, Kyle, I can't, even, I can't even remember what I ate for breakfast, and it was 10 minutes ago. I don't know. All right. If you want to give me the first pick, I'll take it. I, I mean, I, I, I'm very confident that we have nothing overlapping on this list. So you you, <laughs> <I> <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. I will start. <clears throat> Quite possibly, I think, the best defensive player I watched in my, <laughs> in my college football watching lifetime, uh, a man who – Probably should have and was the closest to being a defensive tackle to win the Heisman out of the University of Nebraska. It's Nadamakan Sue. He was un. And if you if you don't, because obviously we saw him in the NFL and he was stomping people's faces and all that crazy But if you go back and watch how dominant he was, especially he almost single handedly, I think it was the Texas game, almost single handedly won that game just by being unfucking stoppable. Oh, yeah. Uh, was the best he's the best defensive tackle i think i've ever seen he was uh he couldn't be stopped he played for nebraska and nebraska had a little bit of edge to him at that time oh yeah but uh anyone in the big 12 during that era knows that he was uh he was a single-handed game record I that mean, would did, that would be like i feel like the end of the at least for now the end of the era of like the black shirts and like what was like right. the, the nebraska like mean defense so i think i feel like he was like the end of the era but he also was that entire era in his time there yeah, he was unbelievable. So yeah, that's my first pick is uh, defensive tackle Sue and Dominican Sue. See, I feel I feel like you're gonna I feel like you're just gonna pick mainstream bangers, and so I feel like I'm gonna have to my little my little uh, my hipster picks hopefully gain some traction here because and this is obviously like you said you watch Dominican Sue a lot watching a lot of SEC football. It was Nick uh, Nick Fairley from Auburn, and <laughs> if you remember, and you you said it before, you opted on you had to retire his NFL career from heart problems, probably because he was just too damn big. 
he was just like he would take like three guys to block him, and he would just plug up the middle on every run. Like he would just be in the mix every run. And then if you Lord forbid you drop back for a pass, the dude was taking one if not two linemen with him and just pushing him straight back into the quarterback. I mean, he's, the he came dude, out of nowhere too. Yeah, he well, was, and he yeah. was at the time like one of the big because like if you look at it, I pulled up his stats. And so, like, his rise, because he only did two years there, so he redshirted in his sophomore year, wasn't, like, crazy. Like, he had one and a half sacks, but, you know, 2009, like, kind of had a mild season. 2010 just exploded. 11 and a half sacks, like, 36 solo tackles. It, I mean, the dude just went off. 24 tackles for loss. So, like, just being it's that game, yeah. and playing in the SEC and just dominating at that level of football – the dude was just an absolute stud. It had, it had a very short career in NFL, like we alluded to. He had to retire because of heart problems. But that was one dude I remember watching in like 2009, 2010, and just being like, oh, my God. Cam Newton era, yeah. You can't stop that, man. Right. And and so we're obviously going to miss a lot of players, right. right? And, like, you know, people be like, oh, like, you know, Miles Garrett and, th- and things like that. And, like, you're definitely right. Like, there's right. there's players we're going to miss. I like I didn't watch a whole lot of Texas A&M football, <laughs> right? Like, no, I didn't right. watch – I knew Miles Garrett was obviously good – you know, you see the highlights here and there, but like, exactly. You know, there's gonna be players like that that we're gonna miss. So this yeah. isn't like, uh, oh, who is the best? It's like, no, these oh. are the ones that like I watched teams play, and that was the player I was like, that is terrifying. Well, we want this to be an open dialogue. You know, we're just we're just gonna give you the appetizer to start. You know, wet the beak for you, and I hope that everybody wants to ride in, and and you know, we can all reminisce about players that. Well, that's a, there's that viral tweet that went out that was like. It's like guys can just sit in a room and name guys, you know, oh. name you know, oh. and, and be entertained for hours. And that, we used to do that all the time. You know, Brandon Whedon, Brandon Whedon. Yes, you know that that whole incident. Yes, and that's exactly <laughs> what this is. We're just guys naming guys. You know. So hey, hey, when this when this episode airs and you hear this, fire up that Twitter machine and just give give it to us because I know we got Oklahoma faithful. We got. Nebraska faithful listen to this like you you just shoot them off and let us know who we're missing and we're we're 100 open for the dialogue right <clears throat> okay so are we doing snake draft or just back to me just back to you just back, you know, back and forth like we're not gonna overlap unless <laughs> this this is the pick that might overlap and I might be mad but you go ahead <laughs> I think it might be so this is a I have to it? I have to pick someone near and dear to my heart of course. don't do someone it that I watched a lot uh, maybe it's not I don't know but this is a DN for me uh he once outscored our entire offense for like two or three games straight by getting fumble fumble return for touchdowns i think he scored like two or three touchdowns to start the season it's shalik calhoun (laughs) he was so good oh i loved shalik calhoun man came out of nowhere at michigan state and was just an absolute monster just look up look up some shalik calhoun highlights because i bet he went under a lot of people's radars i'll post it maybe on the twitter the guy was just a freak athlete, a freak athlete, and just a super nice guy, too. All his interviews were great. He's just super nice. But, yeah, there's that start, I think it was the 2012-13 season, so something I have, like that. I have it right. Let me just give you the quick 2013 season. Just let me give you a stat line because you, you, already, you already touched on it. 20, ta- 20 solo tackles, 37 tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks, one interception returned for 56 yards, uh, two no, four fumble recoveries. <laughs> For two touchdowns. <laughs> so he had three touchdowns in one season. Yes, dude. And it all happened in the first few games. And like I said, our offense couldn't score with Dick because we had like Andrew Maxwell's quarterback. This is right before Connor Cook took over. And like, I think it's for a Rose Bowl season. So yeah, he was uh, unbelievable. He was so good. Just a freak athlete, very unorthodox, but he was just, uh, he was a monster. So I had to go with Shalik the freak. Uh, mother. That was the one dude, like, when I thought about I this, was like, that was the first guy I thought about. 
Yes. I vividly remember sitting at the 10th Avenue house and just like turning on every every Michigan State Spartan game. And, and I just knew for a fact that he was going to do something crazy at least three times a game. Like whether it was a sack, a fumble, something. Like that dude was just going to cause chaos. Golly, Kyle. I, I despise you. Hey, there's still a ton of. No, I know. I know. And, and like, and like we already mentioned if Javion Clown, it would be like that, that was somebody that crossed their mind. But that, I mean, everybody fucking remembers Javion Clowney. Uh, and I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick one or the other, but the Bosa brothers at Ohio state were the next ones that kind of, that kind of oh, my brain. Yeah. And I, I can, if, if I need to, I'll pick one or the other, but just, I remember watching both of them in their prime and just being like, there, there was just no answer for them. Cause they were so fast. They were right. so big. And it, the, especially in the big 10, it was like, if, if, <clears> if the team got behind on downs, if they got into a second long, a third long, like. You just knew it was coming. Like you just knew what was going to happen, and there was no way you were going to stop it. I see. I loved. I loved Joey Bosa a lot, and yeah, I think and that's who I probably go. Don't get me wrong. I think Nick Bosa was also really good too. I, I do believe Nick Bosa played a little bit with Chase Young also on the line. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, that was another one. I forgot yeah. about Chase Young. Oh boy, but yeah, no Joey Bosa. Would, if, I'll pick Joey Bosa for for namesake. But yeah, both of those guys for yeah. I just had a reign of terror at OSU. Both of the Boses, yes. I mean, man, man, we're going on a run. So we're in the we're in the linebackers now. So Linebacker. Linebackers for me. We're going on a little bit of an Ohio State run, I guess, because uh, oh. my boy, he was. I watched him. I he started, I'm pretty sure he started all four years. Uh, the son of the Road Warrior animal, professional wrestler. If anyone, if anyone's familiar, I'm I'm surprised you're not familiar with him. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. It's James Laurinaitis. <laughs> James Laurinaitis was so – it was just a staple every – because obviously Ohio State whooped their ass, you know, every single freaking week. But there he was right in the middle every time. Just big, bald, crazy neck collar, you know, eye black under his eyes, a billion Buckeye stickers on his helmet, and he was just an absolute wrecking ball. And then, yeah, every time that he was on, it would be like, he's the son of the of road warrior animal, I guess is what it was called. His dad was a professional wrestler, also just looked like a psychopath. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just – James Lornatis, he just couldn't be stopped. Just could not be stopped. He was always there, extremely smart. I think he's uh, still an analyst now. He's he's really good, really great analyst. Um, I mean, his last three years there, he popped off for fifty plus solo tackles every season. Yeah, that is incredible. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Even uh, yeah, even in NFL, he had a, a decent decent little career. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. So he didn't start 2005 as a freshman, but yeah, started every single game in 2006, 2007, 2008. Oh, oh my, yeah, 159 solo tackles. Well, like he, tackles like he, he obviously had hands because he had nine interceptions, interceptions, two interceptions, geez. two interceptions. I mean, that's, usually no linebackers don't have the greatest hands. Right, but he was always like I said, he was always on in that kind of like that was for me like kind of the golden era of college football, like the. Yeah. Like mid two thousands era, and then yeah, you know, obviously we were in college when it's like two thousand ten and beyond. But that era, every time I watched Big Ten, because it's typically always Ohio State, it was James Laurinaitis just absolutely snapping necks and just. Oh, he, he, the reason he never returned an interception for a touchdown is, is because he He's literally just seeked out. That's what I mean. Like he could have had all the daylight in front of him, and he would have went and found somebody to just punish for having that ball in his. He was like the the living, breathing the the Batman from any given Sunday. He yeah. was just that guy in real life. Exactly. Yep. So James Laurinaitis for me. So so far to recap, Dominican Sue, Shalik Calhoun. Uh, wow, a lot of Big Ten. I guess. I was just saying, are you are basketball. you a Big Ten fan? Yeah. Big right. Ten? Okay. All right. Well, then I'm gonna mix it up because we're going West Coast, Best Coast. 
And this is a pick that you have to, I'm going to say it now because I'm part of the show. You have to accept his entire body of work and it's Miles Jack. Oh, not asking God, that's you, a I'm great not, pick. Okay. I'm not. Oh, asking I loved you. Miles Jack. I <laughs> loved exactly. Him. I'm not, I'm not saying oh. we're going to set aside his offensive numbers because I, it's this was so defensive cool. talk. I loved it. I loved but it. But just watching that dude, you know, perform on offense and then they had to pump the ball away and he just runs back out on the field the very next play. The dude was just an animal, just That's an animal. Oh my goodness. But he, so he had, he only ended up with four interceptions in his career. One of them went dead back for touchdown. Uh, let me see here. 117 solo tackles, 178 total, and then a sack. But yeah, I mean, like I said, he's doing both sides of the ball here. And especially the PAC 12. I mean, the dude was just everywhere, every single play. It, he was probably one of the funnest linebackers in my entire life. What was his offensive? What, what were his offenses numbers? Let me, let me let me throw him in here. Let me throw him in here. So you, now, in 2015, he got injured. So it, 2015 was a little bit of a dud year. But all three years cumulative, 380 star, 387 yards rushing, 11 touchdowns. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, he's, and then yeah. he also he also did kick and punt return. So, yeah, I mean, the dude was just it probably – I know Jabril Peppers, and I can't remember who was, like, first, right. who was last, but, like, probably the last of the, the dual dual athlete that we'll see. So, that those were cool. Those were cool times to see him out there just everywhere, just an animal. Uh, right, and especially, like, that's – you know, we love NCAA football. Like, everyone does create that player that just plays both sides of the ball, or at least I would, you know, oh, just yeah. never leave the field. Wide receiver, defensive back, all that fun stuff. Kicker, punter. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Miles Jack, that fantastic pick. I totally forgot about him. Yeah. He was absolutely one of my favorites for sure. Cause, uh, yeah, that's just unique. It's just unique and just fun to see. And, uh, yeah, he was a stud. Absolutely. Well, and, stud. and you would never, I would, I would be not 100% impossible, obviously, but no other conference besides the PAC 12, were you ever going to see that? And I, and if I remember correctly and I could be totally pulling some ass, I feel like that's why he ended up going to UCLA because UCLA told him like he could play both sides of the ball because I'm sure most programs are like you know you got to pick pick one or the other right but I mean Pac-12 it's already its own unique brand of football anyways let alone Miles Jack just out there just running amok on both sides of the ball yeah and being good too he's good at running right it's right right it's oh, a great pick it's a great pick okay uh, last but not least. Oh, for me so this was one this was when I was in high school like a freshman sophomore kind of era. This team was was also kind of in their heyday. They were very good. And there was one player on defense, especially played at safety. He was a giant. He was huge. He was fast. He was a heat-seeking missile. And it had a sick visor, uh, Taylor Mays for USC. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't remember Taylor Mays at USC, and it's funny because he didn't really have much of an NFL career because he was essentially a giant linebacker playing as deep as you can be on safety. And, like, if you look at all of his hits – it's all just like, oh, that wide receiver is kind of wide up. Boom! Out of nowhere, just like, I just absolutely demolishes people. He would have had six, he would have been ejected in today's era. I, oh, I swear, like 20 oh times. God. He probably would have just banned from playing. Taylor Mays, it, that era of USC, with I think that was like the Ray Maluga. You had, uh, was it Brian Cushing? Like those types of players. Six, Taylor Mays. 6'4, 225. Yeah, and just an animal. And he it just has people. has the thickest neck I've probably seen on a safety right. in my entire life. Right. Dude, just oh my god. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, I I because it just stands out in my mind. And that, like I said, that was kind of my my heyday of really loving college football was uh oh, yeah. you know being that and just you know especially being in Southern California, right? USC would you know be highlighted well, a lot, and I would it, just see that guy and be like, how is this? How is this legal? And, that, and I think that that's that's the that's the beauty and the mystique of college football is that. 
it's players like this who they're, I mean, they're never going to be in the conversation for like the greatest defense or greatest safety of all time, but they they will always have a lasting impression just for right. one, anyone one who watched, season. Anyone uh, who watched college football would know like, yep. Yeah. Taylor Mays. Yeah. He was sick. Uh, yeah, he, he was, was <laughs> he was a monster sick. Yep. All right. Solid pick. Solid pick. All right. So now we're going safety because I mean, me and you for context purposes, we're talking like, DBs, they I feel like by the time they come to the pros, they're they're not the usual suspects, and so I feel like we just don't really like understand them at the time in college. Like we we can recognize a good one when you see it, but they don't get a whole lot of like limelight. They're kind of like under the radar as far as like who's really performing. So I'm gonna go safety again because I don't really have any fond memories of any cornerbacks per se. Uh, Florida State alumni. And arguably, it, what Mays walked so he could run because another heat-seeking missile, Derwin James. Oh, Derwin James was sick. Derwin James at, at Florida State. Obviously, he's performing very well in the NFL. He's he's got a great career if he can stay injury-free. But it, the that era of Florida State, they never mounted anything. But it's like every time you turned it on and watched, it was everything was always chippy. Everybody was out there to like take each other's heads off, and Derwin James was leading the charge because that dude. It had no regard for his life, human life, anybody's life. He would just absolutely annihilate people every yep. Saturday. Yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, as a Charger fan, trust me, I love Dermot James. He's still doing that in the NFL. Yeah, still been really solid. Mean. Oh, God. And, he, and, he, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when you can take a safety, a safety who can make it out of college playing that style of ball and get to the NFL and have that level of success in the NFL – it, that's just athletic prowess at its most raw form. Because the dude is he's he's fast. He's got not the best hands, but that's that's why they're safeties. That's why they're not quarterbacks. They're safeties because they're just out there. If you're a wide receiver and you're coming across the middle or you're running a post, you have to know where Derwin James is at all times. Otherwise, you're one of those guys who just kind of he knows like he's just really good at reading plays, right? And that, oh that's how God. you kind of make up from not being the biggest or the fastest or whatever. Right. It's just like. You analyze that defense. You make the play. His yeah, instinct is his instinct is, and he's just another one of those guys where it was coming out of the tunnel before the game, just absolutely amped up. Like you, you would have right. thought he just he drank seven hundred milligrams of caffeine before he walked out on the field. And it's just, it's just dudes like that that make college football memorable. I mean, he's on the bench. He's, you know, he's chopping and he's out there killing people. It's just incredible. There it is, and we're gonna go through some honorable mentions here. Oh, second, absolutely, so absolutely. We got a. Uh, you got your notes app. You want to? Are we notes app in this one? Yeah. This yeah, little I list. Got, I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay, so for mine, so we had Nadamikin Sue. Yeah, good luck spelling that. You can just put N Sue if you, if you yeah. want. Sue, <laughs> Sue, obviously, Shalik the Freak Calhoun, oh, dude. James Laurinaitis, and uh, Taylor Mays for me. Jeff. And those are. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting him. Because, yeah, just like, as soon as you say, like, Miles Jack, for example, loved him. I have just loved him. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll note staff it. We'll put it to a vote again, and maybe we'll get more in a two whopping votes this time because your sister, 100%, the pander, pander vote, but whatever. Hey, you got to take the votes where you can. Brutality. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and then, yeah, yours yours were great, too. No, yeah. but you see the Shalik Calhoun threw off the entire list because that – that is one dude. I will be, you know, years from now, like on my deathbed or having dementia, and I'll just mumb- I'll be I'll be mumbling his name. Yeah, Schleek. I'll be walking around the retirement home. Like, you guys remember Schleek Calhoun? Be like, who? Yeah, <laughs> time to go to bed, Grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, what a good list. Uh, some honorable mentions, though. I mean, for one, you know, Sean Taylor, RIP. Uh, he was one that I very, very early into my college football career of you know watching college football. It was always those Miami defenses, right? And so, I mean, you, we could have just named Miami defensive players. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 
Absolutely. You know, but like it was even before. Like obviously, I watched Ray Lewis in the NFL, right? I don't oh, remember yeah. him in, in college, for example. I was pretty pretty damn young. Right. Um, Sean, I got there. I mean, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know, we could yeah. name him. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He played like what, like five snaps total. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, yeah. No, it's well, and the beauty of this is, is when we have this conversation five years from now, it's just is there's going to be a whole fret like Will Anderson from Alabama who almost won the Heisman last year as a linebacker. Like I thought you were going to go with Tank Carter for sure. You see, I, I I wanted to, but he's a little like he, a little I don't want my, I don't want it, my yeah. name associated with him. You know, now yeah, you know, yeah. now we've mentioned it before. Neck roll, tape on the face mask, tape on the hands. It, you know it, that was in line with your pick, and so I, I felt like we uh, we had achieved that box. Now give me somebody who was spicy and, and did it all. That was our boy Miles Jack, and like we also said, Jabril Peppers' honorable mention because another two way player who was actually very good on both sides of the ball. I just want to look up even yeah I think yeah linebackers. There's a great run of college football linebackers. Um, well, you had like you had the, the the stereotypical looking linebacker from Clemson that was just oh I'm oh I'm, I'm totally spacing his name but the he was on the championship team short stocky white dude and just wanted to hurt anything that moved another great guy. Yeah, see, it's like I'm trying to look up like the 11 best linebackers of the past 50 years, and it's like so and so from 1967, <laughs> Mike Singletary. It's like okay, come on, like there's been some. There's right. been some better ones here. Uh, yeah, all the Lawrence Saylor, Dick. Yeah, it's like okay, let's let's relax here. Fucking Bleacher Report, and now I want to see some more. Uh, it's just there's oh yeah, Manti Teo. He was also really good. Yeah, you know, at Notre Dame until he got <laughs> that. I can't wait for that documentary. Yeah. Is, that, is that out yet? Is that out? I have no yet? idea. <laughs> Yeah, there's just there's always just some cool players that just were always in the mix, and that's what's great about college football. It's like, right. and then there's certain ones that just resonate, you know. Resonate. Right. So if, if we forgot anyone, which obviously we did, like send your picks. Who were your top four? Give us yeah, some. Give us give some you, interactions. You have you have the template. Fill it out. Send it in. Let's let's right. you know. do your homework, kids. Yeah. Oh, another list. Now we got to think of our. Yeah, I think next week we got something for for the countdown for three. The, the terrific trio. Yes, maybe a little offensive-minded. Who knows? We'll, we shall see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, Mike, is there anything else that we want to want to touch on before we uh, head on out of here? Uh, no, I mean we're you know we're we've got we we've wet the beak with a little preseason NFL football. It's good enough to hold me over, but I. Week zero, I know you already said it, is kind of like, eh, but like, I just need to see. Oh, no, I just, I, I just need me. to see big, big logo, middle of field, and I need to have a plate of chicken wings, and you nobody bother me for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah, that's it. That, that's it. I mean, didn't we didn't we get together last uh, last season? No, I can't remember which game yeah. it was. Oh, uh, you did? Uh, no, I just remember last season I had like, on it was just in an absolute mental pretzel because I had every TV screen I owned in the living room on chairs <laughs> and on the floor. And it, right. was, it was all over the joint. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Hey, well. it's all good. Hey, listen, the father-in-law is already talking. It, it totally unprompted the other day at dinner. It was like, oh, yeah, like we got to we got to beef up the sports package. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's <laughs> well, yeah, for, know something. yeah, I love it. Yes. Yeah. God, you guys, uh, I, I still haven't seen your setup there. I got to I got to take oh, we'll, we'll do We'll do a little when when the when the first week, Labor Day weekend, we'll, the, we'll gym, post some yeah, pics. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the, we'll get the, the appetizers out there. We'll get the setup out there. You know, we'll we'll give a, we'll give a little sneak peek. Well, I want to see everybody else's setup also. I know I know a couple people set up already, but like Beats Beats just bought a house. He has a whole new setup. We got to. We got to see what Beats is working with over there. You know, right. the, that's man with all the screens. Right. Yeah, and I I love the the 
laptops on chairs, you know, the, the yeah. small little TV on, you know, on a an empty beer box. Like, give me all of it, you know, oh, because yeah. that's just how we have to consume nowadays. Now, listen, and, uh, we can't, you know, we, we should we should maybe try to get the boys back together for one of the weekends. We can't have a repeat of last year where everybody was just too too inebriated by the end of the day to even watch Penn State, whatever. I forgot which game it was. Like, Penn State somebody. It was, like, one of the biggest games of the year. We were just, like, sleeping. <laughs> Do that again. It, yeah, well, the game itself wasn't that great. But, you no, know, there was – yeah, we peaked a little too early is what happened there. Oh, That's yeah, – we 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 peaked a lot early. <laughs> yeah, that was, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll get something out of there. But nonetheless, thank you for joining. A little bit shorter, just barely about fifteen minutes shorter than our usual. But uh, we're gonna give you a little bit time back in your day to just go out and enjoy this Friday. Uh, get ready for the weekend. Be safe out there. You know, Mike, maybe not another bender weekend from your boy. But no, you know, no, no, I think I think. Listen, this is my promise to you and all of our listeners. I'm I'm keeping it buttoned up until labor day weekend i gotta you know we got to treat the body a little nicer before we just absolutely <laughs> back into chicken wings and bush lights yeah. <laughs> chicken wings and bush light i love oh, it yeah well thanks for joining this mid name image podcast follow us on twitter at image pod like review, subscribe i don't know share with a friend do something i mean you know i don't know it's it, we're gonna keep doing this regardless but it's just 100%. uh yeah i would love this just to be our job one day wouldn't that be great wouldn't that be great who knows <laughs> Well, yeah, depending what day I call you in the middle of your work day. Yeah, I can I can see how this would be a nice change for, for you. Right. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. And we will uh, see you next week. Anything else you want to know about me, Skid?